This episode of Geeks with Kids is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash geekswithkids. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Crying babies and the sound of crying adults. <laughs> <laughs> it just starts with little kids crying and then it turns to, oh. <laughs> and then we can go with, hey, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to Geeks with Kids, your weekly conversational podcast about all things parenting and geeky, but usually just geeky and not parenting. But maybe we'll change that this week. I am one of your hosts, Eric, and joining me this week is a returning Michael. Hello, hey, Mike. How are you? <laughs> Oh, you know, I'm tired. It's like tw- a quarter to ten. Bedtime was very late tonight for for Cat, um, and she's going through this weird thing where, you know, she's eating dinner a little bit, and then she needs to run around a bit, and then she wants to eat again. Oh, okay. which apparently is a phase that kids go through. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Are you doing? Are you dealing with something like that? My little guy is or, always hungry. He is always hungry. He is a growing boy. He is going to be taller than me next year. I'm pretty sure. And 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 that's the thing. It's like and and like you say about phases. It's like it started off where you couldn't get get him to eat anything. It's like come on, just put something in your mouth. You you need to eat your food. Mm-hmm. And now it's oh, can I have another? I want more. I want more. And and he's eating more than me in some cases. Because <laughs> mm-hmm, he's a growing boy, and you're thing. very tall. And your wife is also very tall, yes. Which is strange to say about an Asian lady. Um, <laughs> she is quite tall. Yes, she is. I know. I don't understand it. It it it, it confounds me as an Asian man. Um, <laughs> she she is part Russian though. Like she does have. Uh, she's one one eighth one eighth Russian. Is she? I did yeah. not know that. Is that because she's from China? <laughs> that's because her her grandfather is half Russian. So that's very random and cool. Yeah, grandfather eighth. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. I see. I was doing the math in my head, which, you know, at this uh, hour, it's very tiring. Oh man, so tired. So, um, what what have you been doing lately? How how's life? Oh, you know, just working hard during the week, trying to squeeze in some video game time whenever I can. Oh yeah, what are you playing right now? Uh, working through Final Fantasy fifteen. <laughs> How many hours are you going through for I that? I think I'm hour six or something. Only six? I, okay. I, I still feel like I'm probably still in the opening of the game. I'm not even entirely sure. I, I feel like whenever I see you online, you are playing that game. So I just assume you're at like hour 40 or something. I don't know how even big that game is. I assume it's like 60 to 80 hours. Oh, yeah. It's 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 pure JPG, but it's, it's different. It's got, uh, like at least from where I am right now, it's got a bunch of guys driving around in a car. You know, yeah, bro trip, right? Yeah, they're, they're they're looking all suave, and they're and they're every now and then they'll jump out of their car and they'll they'll kill some uh, some monsters, and then they'll hop back in the car and they'll just like nothing happened. Oh, <laughs> they'll just like, continue on their adventure. That was like the weekend I spent with you in the Mississauga. There we go. <laughs> you know, just cr- just cruising around, killing monsters, eating ice cream. That's right. Hunting the odd Pokemon. All yeah. Good. Well, you know, I don't I don't do that anymore. I we're, we're I, gonna work I, on that. We're gonna get that fixed. No, it's not going to happen. I can't. I can't. It's, you know, it's right there. You just got to reinstall it. Just go to Pokemon Go on your app store. Just reinstall that. So I got uh, a bigger. The last, I upgraded my iPhone last year to the 64 gig one. Okay. And this past week, I hit my limit of. <laughs> I actually filled it. I'm like, what? Why? What? What do I have on my phone that's filling 64 gigs? Uh, I'm guessing it's pictures and videos of your kid. It is 
pretty much pictures and videos of my kid, yeah. plus like all the albums of children's music that we have on there. It's filled with Sharon Lois and Bram, and. Um, and, like, and and you have it in like flack, right? Like you have your Sharon Lois and Bram, like like crystal clear audio file. I'd like to say it's in flack, but it's an iPhone, so it can't support flack. Oh, <laughs> right, it's only AAC. <laughs> so, um, but it's all it's like 360 kilobyte uh, files, obviously, and um, but it's pretty much Sharon Lois and Bram and Moana stuck on my phone. Do you have any kids albums on your thing, oh, yeah. or have your kids uh, progressed to more? other music oh, no. my, my my kids have been uh, excited about uh, sandra boynton oh yeah and uh, i don't know if you know any of the little board books like the mm-hmm. uh you know the, the animals was the one of the uh little pigs and the animals go to bed and and there's uh the, the not the hippopotamus and there's a bunch of them that are you know my, my kids both love them and uh she put out a bunch of albums and they're really funny songs, and even as an adult, you find yourself sort of. A, and I mean, this is the case that you could probably relate to. You listen to enough like little kid music, you start to, you know, you start to dance along to it in your car. You start to, you know, expect that that song that you like on the album, whatever it happens to be. And yeah, the kids are like skip this one. No, 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 I like this one. Yeah, exactly. We have um, a Sharon Lowe's and Bram live album in our CD player, just permanently stuck there. We don't, we aren't lucky like you, and we don't have an MP3 CD player. <laughs> but, oh, in um, your car? Yeah, but there's a uh, one really good song. It's like a sea shanty medley that okay. they do, and the last couple times, Cat has just been like, "Nope." Next one, we're like, "No, we like this song. This song is fun." <laughs> but we really. What I what I need to do is either get an FM transmitter uh, or transponder, or you know make new CDs for that car, because <laughs> all it is Sharon Lowe's Bram all the times. So you don't have uh, auxiliary going into your car? Nope, our cars are from two thousand and six. <laughs> I think you yeah. can get auxiliary installed in your car. Yes, but then I'd have to spend money on that, and I don't need that. I, well, I don't need to spend the money. I want to save the money so I can get a Switch in December when Mario comes out. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Because that's, okay. you know, honestly, that's the goal. Right. So I was going to say get some really loud headphones, maybe, and that could fill your car. Or, or get like the, a Bluetooth uh, speaker, maybe? I think the FM transponder will probably be the, the easiest way. I have okay. a Bluetooth speaker, but, you know, it only lasts for a couple hours. And if I forget to charge it and it dies in the middle of a car trip, that would be bad. Well, no, because then you'll be singing Sharon Lawson and Bram the rest of the car ride. Which is fine because I know all the words because it's Sharon Lawson and Bram. And obviously our generation grew up with them. So we obviously all know all of the songs. Absolutely. From Skidamarinky all the way to the Elephant Show uh, song there. You don't know any other songs at the current moment, do you? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Oh, wait, wait. Pe- peanut, peanut butter and jelly. Peanut, peanut, peanut butter, butter jelly. jelly. <laughs> I'm more surprised you didn't know the fish and chips and vinegar one. Oh, fish, know. chips, and vinegar, 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 right? vinegar, fish and chips and vinegar, pepper, 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 pepper salt. salt. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, yeah. So, um, did you do anything cool this week other than play video games? Uh. See, and, and, and that's the thing, like when you're like a full-time parent and you have a full-time job and you're, you know, trying to, to balance your sort of your geek life as well. So trying to keep up with your TV shows and, 
you know, trying I've to given uh, up on that part. Play, play, play your games, <laughs> and I've, I've, I've sort of given up on the TV show thing too. And I've got friends that are like, "Oh, did you, did you finish? You know, uh, this the binging this season on Netflix?" And it's like, "No, I'm still like two years back. Like, I, I, I will watch an episode whenever I get a chance." <laughs> yeah, right. But it, it, it just feels like there's so many things, and you really have to balance your priorities, and you really have to be like, "Okay, what am I going to do right now?" Like today, for example. Like after I got home, I I, uh, I was playing a little bit of Pokemon Go with my uh, with my little guy, and then we um, and then when when uh, you know, uh, my wife got back and we all had dinner, and then you know I'm listening to podcasts while I uh, do the dishes. Which podcast? Something like Geeks with Kids? Just just like the the <laughs> finest podcast in the world. Oh yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Actually, I was listening to a little bit of Geeks with Kids, but uh, I was listening to the Giant Beast Cast. Oh yeah, they're they're good. The, the, I the Giant Bob uh, sort of a spinoff podcast for their uh, for their New York office. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to some of that, and uh, I also enjoy a podcast. You're wearing called, a Giant uh, Bombcast uh, shirt, aren't you? I am actually. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was listening to a little bit of Merlin Mann. Do you know Merlin Mann? No, I don't. He's one of the internet celebrity guys. He does a bunch of blogs, and uh, and he did one of my favorite podcasts of all time uh, called "You Look Nice Today," oh, which is you. just beyond hilarious. Like, I they only did it for a couple of years, um, but mm-hmm. every single episode that they've done is just sitting on my phone, and it's in constant rotation. I'll go back and I'll listen through all of them over the course of like a few weeks, and then I'll go back and listen through all of them again. Mm. Like, they're just uh, it's just amazing. So um, he's doing a podcast right now with. Uh, with another guy, John Roderick, and, and uh, the podcast called Roderick on the Line. So I was listening to that too. Uh, funny stuff, you know. But yeah, like listening to podcasts while you're doing chores, um, you know, trying to sneak in some video game time when you're, uh, you know, when, when uh, you know, the kids are trying to fall asleep, you know. Mm-hmm. My 3DS is good for that. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's different, right? It's it's like the, the kind of geek stuff that you could do prior to having kids. You know, it's a little bit different when you have kids. Yeah. So you didn't. So what that really long answer was is you didn't do anything fun this week. No, not so much. <laughs> I was trying to, as you were talking, I was trying to figure out what my question was, and uh, I was like, "What did I ask him?" We this is like a job about... interview. I try to answer the question that you didn't ask. Yeah. Yeah. In anticipation yeah. of a question you might ask later. <laughs> That's true. Maybe we will talk about uh, priorities and whatnot. Maybe because we're going to actually talk about parenting for the first time in I don't know. A couple podcasts, although we talked about bullying last week, so I think that was probably a good... Uh, that was definitely a good parent. sort of stepping stone thing. And and I mean, bullying doesn't tend to happen as much with the ki- age of kids that we have right now. Yeah, but uh, it but can. It, it can. Yeah. Like, and it's it's something that, you know, you especially when kids start getting closer to going to school, um, you, you start to think about more. Maybe we'll do another, like, a follow-up uh, bullying podcast, maybe with a bunch of teachers and administrators in uh, schools and we could talk about how schools are doing that but we'll think about that in august august yeah august as we get closer to the school year because it's the end of the school year for university right now but that's not what i was going to go into i was going to go into what i did nerdy this week this week um megan myself and kat we went to see a children's choir uh in just a little bit north from here and they were from uganda Oh, that's awesome. So it was a children's choir from Uganda. They're, man, they couldn't, I think they're ages like five and up. 
and the there was there was at least twenty of them, and they had been in Canada for two or three months, and they're going to be here for another three or four months, and they're just going around singing, dancing, talking about uh, stuff and their situation, which is sort of sad. Um, there, there was a lot about a lot about sponsorship, but um, so they're raising you know. money and yeah make people aware of what's going on and over there yeah but uh it was cool because i don't think uh my kid has never seen a choir like that before and Mm. i don't think i've ever seen a choir like that before because lord help me just watching them sing and dance it made me tired just watching them (laughs) i was like these kids they're just non-stop dancing and singing and they're all energetic the whole time it didn't dip their harmonies were spot on and everything it was amazing Oh, Those yeah. kids, the, the, the uh, passion, the the, uh, the drive that some of mm-hmm. these these kids have. They're called the Watoto Children's Choir. Um, oh, if you ever heard, they're from Uganda, and I think one of our buddies, Rick, is trying to move to Uganda, isn't it? Is he going to Uganda? Is that the uh, one? It was Ghana. Oh, is it Ghana? It Ghana I know yeah. summer. That sounds. They, I know all places aren't the same. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. We're, we need to set you up on an episode of uh, Where in the World is Carmen San Diego so you can run around with those big flashing red things and put them down mm-hmm. on the proper African country. Oh, that's true. That's true. That'd be awesome. I would love, I've always wanted to go on that. You know? But that anyway. Co- wasn't that the coolest part, though, at the end when, you know, Rockapella was singing their stuff and, and there was some kid running around trying to, mm-hmm. you know, win some prizes, trying to figure out where all these countries were? And you're sitting there like, no, it's not there. It's over there. It's over there. <laughs> You're American. You obviously don't know your geography. <laughs> well, until they, I remember they did one. It was just the American map, and it was just all of the different states. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, I'm I'm out. <laughs> I, you know what? I remember that, and I was like, hey, I'm, I did pretty well. You did pretty well. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. I'm not I'd, so good with my sort of in the middle of the U.S. kind of of states. Yeah. I, I know the ones sort of on the outside. Yeah, those ones aren't important. <laughs> oh, I'm just joking to all our. Oh, there you go. You just lost all our way. American viewers, yeah. <laughs> the listeners. Nah, that's not true. Our <laughs> listeners are in California. No, no, some of them are. But um, yeah. So we went to that choir on Wednesday, and I it got me thinking about um, we were talking about maybe doing a podcast about parenting and raising our kids, which you know, sort of sounds like the. You know, what our title would suggest, Geeks yeah. with Kids. And I was thinking about us, like, Megan and myself are, are musicians in life and, you know, both in personal life and in profession sometimes. And you've done a lot of professional and amateurish music things. So uh-huh. we were talking about maybe talking about how we in- tried to integrate music into, you know, raising our kids, even, you know, before was there anything that you guys did um, while your wife was pregnant with either of your kids? I guess we'll go with your first kid because <laughs> that's the first time. That's sort of I, I don't you're, know you're if it was something that. Stuff out. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if anything popped in your head. I know, I know um, that baby Mozart thing was popular when. Yeah, like five or six years ago, maybe it was longer, but you know, th- th- those are popular things. Well, and and in the case of both of our wives, they're they're both pianists, right? Yeah. And yeah. so, uh, my my wife would would play piano a lot while she was pregnant, and mm-hmm. and she was always hoping that you know the music that she'd play, you know, uh, uh, Beethoven, uh, Chopin, like that, that these these pieces would sort of resonate 
uh, with, with the, the babies that were developing, right? And that maybe they would uh, form some kind of a, uh, an appreciation for that kind of music, you know, when they yeah. got, you know, when they were born and got a little bit older, right? Yeah, for sure. Like uh, mine, mine would play, uh, my, my wife loves playing Rachmaninoff, which I okay. don't know, does that make my child angrier? But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that angry Russian piano music. Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I, did you ever play your guitar? I know you play guitar and you sing. So did you ever do that too? Like you know play what? with her? You know what? Not, not with her. I think that I, I played like a few tunes, like while she would just be like lying there reading a book or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, usually when she's like on the piano and she's really into, you know, play playing, like she's very much a classical pianist. Like that's what she wants to, to play. And, and so I'm not going to get her doing a lot of like Disney stuff or show tunes or. So you're not sitting there looking at their chords for, uh, for Mozart and being like, okay, I think that one's, a, there's a G. There we go. <laughs> there's a G. We'll go. Maybe we'll look at like, hey, there's a B flat. Yeah. It's like, okay, we got, we, we have like, uh, let's see, we've got about 300, uh, 30 second notes here. And, uh, I guess if I can sneak my G chord somewhere in the middle of that. Um, yes. Yeah, so, um, yeah, Meg, Meg played piano. Angry. Obviously, uh, our, our listeners are like, he did a cut there and doesn't yeah. remember what he was talking about before he did the cut. And that is honestly true. Um, I don't think I ever, um, played, music for meg when she was pregnant like like coherently like saying this is for the baby i'm gonna be playing the song for the baby megan you don't listen baby you listen um it was just sort of like if if but megan does like playing show tunes so i would play there or i'd sing there with that so well I did, guess did, that you, did you have the hope that you know regardless of if you played it something specifically for the child or or for your wife while she was pregnant did, did you sort of have the hope that your child would end up with the same uh, interests in music just because of what you were playing? Uh, I don't know. Were... Like, cause I, I'd always try and like in general, I don't know. I'd like to think that I give a lot of different types of music a chance so that she can be um, experienced in different types of music and not just be like, okay, I only like show tunes and show tunes is all I like. Yeah. <laughs> As knowing me, that's what it would be. Um, or at least, yeah. No show tunes, <laughs> but um, no, yeah, uh, I, I would, I would hope that I had given her enough, like enough variety that she would like everything. But I don't think that, I don't know if that's a thing that you can do when a baby's in the womb. I know people are saying that the whole Mozart effect, if you play classical music for a baby, they become smarter. But I think that got um, debunked, debunked just a couple years ago. By a couple of years ago, I'm sure it's been a number of years now. <clears throat> yeah, I think I think too though that they they did um, do some tests that showed that the the child would recognize the mother's voice. That's true. Uh, but so the child could you know recognize what they heard while they were in the womb, mm-hmm. and and so that when they were born they would sort of go toward the voice they recognized. Or yeah. so you know by association you would think that that they would recognize, you know, specific types of music perhaps that they were listening to. Mm-hmm. Or at least maybe something it would calm them down. I remember reading a story a number of years ago. This was back when Battlestar Galactica was still big. Um and there was this had happened when a a parent had already had their child. But at nighttime when a child when the when their baby woke up in the middle of the night, you know, crying because that's what babies do in the middle of the night. 
this father and mother would often put on Battlestar Galactica because that would be their only time they could watch it is when they were soothing down the baby. And years later, um, by years later, it was like two, like three or four years later, um, the kid would be like, yeah, this, the, the theme song is what calmed me down. Like it calms me down. Wow. Like she was saying this to Starbucks, like, um, what's her name? Katie Sackoff. Yeah. She's like, it's my favorite song. Yeah. My parents used to listen to it when I was a baby and when I was crying and now it's sort of her security blanket, which is sort of amazing. Yeah. If you think about it. So say we all. So say we all. Oh. <laughs> so so when when your kids were born um was there and was there a sort of a a thing in the back of your mind where you're like i i do want to show them certain types of music that i like in hopes that they would like it i mean some of the bands that i i tended to listen to um and i mean we are skipping ahead a little bit because um i would say that you know uh when my oldest was maybe one one and a half um he he would start requesting specific songs usually with like a funny name for the song mm-hmm. um, we have the same thing yeah and and so um one of the songs that got really big was was not really something we had specifically been trying to get him into but it was uh shakira's uh, waka waka i honestly don't know that song <laughs> that's the uh this time for africa one that they did for the world cup uh, okay, so you're, you're, you're gonna have to listen to it. But whenever, whenever it came on, it would calm him right down. So if we were on a long car ride, and he started freaking out in his car seat, we had that on standby. It could put that particular song on, and he would calm right down. Sometimes it would put him right to sleep. That's awesome. And it was weird how like one particular song could do that. And then you know, going specifically to songs that I tend to listen to a lot, like one of my favorite bands is the Bare Naked Ladies, and they do a song uh, called Another Postcard. Mm-hmm. Which is the the one about the monkeys, the chimpanzees, and uh, and 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 my son loves that song, and he still does. Like if if there's ever an opportunity to listen to it, he'll want to hear through the whole thing, and mm-hmm. you know. So it's it's funny too how um, you know you could put on like a wide range of music that you listen to on a regular basis, but your kids will sort of pick and choose which of those songs are actually sort of good and <laughs> in their mind, and the, those are the ones that they'll want to hear over and over again. And kids love to hear the same song over and over yeah. and over and over again. It's part of their development, listening to the same things and memorizing and, you know. Watching the same cartoons, reading the same story over and over again. Yeah, yeah. It helps them with their memory and their learning. And uh, it's it's sort of crazy, and especially at like from year zero to year what three or four is when they learn the most in their life, like yeah. in all of our lives. So. Yeah, like given like I know I tried to, especially with mine. I only have one. You have two, mm. but uh, I tried to give her a lot of different types of music as a kid. Like I remember the first musical I used to sing to her was songs from like Into the Woods, because you know I love Into the Woods. I love Sondheim. Yeah. So um, she used to tap. It was it was weird. Like I'd listen to a lot of different things, and you know, especially with Sondheim, he has weird time signatures right so he'll right. do like a seven eight or do um seven eight it's not super weird but you know it's not regular <clears throat> but like when she was getting a little bit older like when she was starting to move around not move around maybe she's maybe crawl around or at least move her head and sit up straight she used to like tap or like kick her feet in time with music so you're like oh yeah you know what 
maybe I am affecting you with uh, different types of music. Yeah. She used to always stay on beat. Now she's a little bit older. She's two and a half-ish. She's two and a half next month. And um, isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> and um, so now she claps along with music, but she just likes clapping. So I don't think she claps along with music. She just likes clapping. So I don't know. She still stomps in beat. So I guess she still has that timing thing. I wonder yeah. too if if sort of the amount of music that we present our children to, you know, right from when they before they were born, right up until now, like affects their, you know, development as potential musicians. Like mm-hmm. because you know, my son is, has been taking drum lessons for almost two years, and and he's re- like the the like his ability to to handle beat and rhythm is like it far surpasses mine, and he's five years old. Like he's mm-hmm. Like it's just he's amazing also, to watch. He's also not like a hundred percent white, so you know that's why he, he yeah, can keep you know, the beat. You know? <laughs> we, had, we had to get rid of some of the yeah. We put 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 the not uh, uh, non white in there to to make him uh, a better musician. Oh, um, but, he, did you... but he's really he's really quite good at it, and it's like wow, you know, like where did that particular skill come from? Like was that mm-hmm. was that something that was fostered because he really enjoyed music when he was younger, or was that just mm-hmm. something that you know he, he sort of naturally uh, born with? I don't know. Is um, did you ever sit him down to the piano when he was little, like little little? Um, yeah, yeah, we've got some little video clips of him trying to pluck away at it, and. Mm-hmm. You know, hits yeah. the notes and stuff, and and he's, um, I don't know. It was never really his instrument. Like he had yeah. fun sort so of he, mashing on it, but did he? But he wouldn't be like, I'm gonna go run over here, climb on the bench, and start playing piano when no, you're not looking. No. That wasn't him. No. Yeah, we have our, our like cats doing that now. Like she'll just randomly go up to the piano, open it up, turn on the power, and start playing. Yeah, that's cool. Like, yeah, it's, it's neat. Like, you want kids to explore like that, right? Yeah, I assume you. Well, I assume I. I know you guys have a bunch of little musical toys, like little versions of music uh, instruments for your kids. Yeah, and we have the same thing. So it's it's neat seeing like which ones that they would sort of draw, like go towards. Like we have the piano. That's what she's drawn to. She's also drawn to the ukulele. Yeah, but I assume that's because my dad always plays one for her. So. He ended up get buying her one, and she loves it. You know, I have to have her sit down so that she doesn't like throw it and break it, because it's an actual ukulele. But you know, she does love playing it. Well, what's interesting about my daughter is that she hasn't really um, gone to an instrument per se. She's actually gone more toward dance, and and so she does love dancing. It's yeah, so like, true. Like we've um, we put her in gymnastics, and she's been in that for almost a year. And you know the little kid parent taught gymnastics where you're right there with them, and they're doing little cute mm-hmm. little rolls and stuff. And she's totally into that. And she's probably the most flexible kid I've ever seen. She can do like complete splits and everything. It's like wow, Lord, right? <laughs> but but she was uh, I I put on a song, and she'd be like, "Daddy, look at me dance." And then she'd be doing these weird sort of interpretive things where she'd be like kicking her leg up on like, you know, like a forty five degree angle, like these these. <laughs> these quasi ballet moves and it would be like where did you learn any of this hmm. right. what you don't realize is that she, at night when you guys are sleeping she's turning on youtube and watching so you think you can dance this is true dancing <laughs> with the stars it's uh, no no let's go with <laughs> so you think you can dance so you can actually have good dancing <laughs> but that you know dancing has is is sort of intertwined with music right you have to have that timing you have to have that 
rhythm going through you as you're dancing. Yeah. So I wonder if the, the music, you know, helped with that, like when she was younger. Like, like you I'm, are... I'm no dancer at all. <laughs> yeah, because you, you guys even put on, like, the, the Let's Dance videos on your TV just so that your kids can dance around and listen to different types of music, right? Yeah. And that's a great way to introduce your kids to especially those video game um videos that are on YouTube all the game all the games have a variety of music so that you can dance different types of dance so that helps and well, I sure like how helps. at the bottom of the screen it gives you that little character the animation with the move so the kids feel like they can watch that and they they know what to do mm-hmm. right and kids don't sort of have the um you, you know they they don't they're not sort of worried about how cool they're going to look right mm-hmm. they're they're just they just want to dance they just want to have fun and they just want to play music like they they don't care yeah um what yeah it's 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 nice being at that age and not having to care about not having like you you don't have that thing in the back of your mind where you're like well i hope i'm doing good so i don't look silly in front of people well, well we'll do this podcast again when they're teenagers and you know they're 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 going to mars to do their their high school reunion space dance <laughs> Floating hover car, and they're talking about all that old timey music like Bruno Mars. Oh, uh, oldies, <laughs> oldies. Do you know what? Uh, my friend was talking. Um, I was talking to my buddy, in um, who lives in Brantford, obviously. And I, I don't know why I said obviously for that. And he was saying that he, <laughs> he was uh, he was talking about he was listening was it to Ray the oldies. It it was no. He was so my buddy was listening to the oldie station today, and they played, they played Third Eye Blind. Ah, uh, <laughs> like Third Eye Blind was when we were in like grade eleven. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. So um, it's 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 crazy thinking how our our music is now classic. If you have not seen the YouTube, um, the the Fine Brothers, they do all those react videos, like kids react to, teens react to, college kids react oh, to. Yeah. <laughs> them putting on the the oh man those song like songs from our teenage years is just is just crazy almost as crazy as someone moving a boom <laughs> moving a pop filter is your pop filter falling it's sort of leaning forward it's 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 as as the podcast has gone on it's sort of lowered and lowered and lowered, and lowered. yeah that that's strange you know, I, I wonder if I don't know what I'm wondering. I can't see the arm on your for your boom there. So whatever. I I feel like uh, with this particular setup, I, I should start a YouTube channel where I just like like sing covers and and you know start every episode with "Hey guys, hey, like, what's like, up, everyone? Welcome to Blah Blah Blah, your weekly source of uh, nah, 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 nah. This sounds like Geeks with Kids with a <laughs> with a douchier intro. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh man, what were we talking about? We were talking about music, uh, kids at our age right now. You started um, music lessons at what age for your oh, son? Quite, quite early actually. It was. Uh, it's been t- two years, so yeah. So he was, he was, he had just turned four. Yeah. Well, I know that um, when I was talking to Meg about uh, entering, uh, like starting music lessons for ours. Uh, she said that when she was a piano teacher, she wouldn't teach anyone younger than four because they just yeah. they wouldn't they wouldn't sit still. 
No, no kid will sit still at three. I can I I can't imagine my kid sitting down at a piano longer than four or five minutes. Yeah, um, at a lesson. But it's the practice too. Like he practices every night. Uh, usually it's with my wife. Like she's usually the one that will practice. I'll I'll, I'll do it from time to time. Um, but she's the one that really knows sort of what he's working on and, and how mm-hmm. to improve this particular riff that he's doing. Um, but yeah, the, the commitment and, and you were saying before that kids learn the majority of the things they're going to learn when they're really, really young. Yeah. And so, you know, if you want to, you want to get them off on a, on a new skill, right. Give them those opportunities. Yeah. Are you guys going to, uh, put them into theory anytime soon, or is that going to be a later thing if he wants I don't know. I don't know. You don't like theory, do you? <laughs> I was never a theory guy. I did theory. I like theory. Um, like, I wish I knew more theory. Like, even when I play guitar, I feel like I like when I listen to those guitar players who are like, oh, we're in this key? Okay, cool. And then they just know all of the notes they're supposed to play, and they know everything. That's, you know, they can quickly transpose on the fly and, and oh, come man, up with a riff that just works. And and that's, like, a good knowledge of theory. And I feel like I wish I had that. Um, mm-hmm. But... Uh, yeah, I also don't want to take away from from some of the the hands on, like the fun part of it, right? Yeah. But I think it has to be introduced slowly. It has to be part of it. It's like, oh, you like this riff? Well, here's how it's here's how we put it together, and here's how this why this beat works, rather than here's just a bunch of worksheets that you need to fill out. Um, are you guys going through like the Royal Conservatory or something like that uh, for the drum lessons? Um, no, it's just through like a local music store. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, fair. They have like a uh, they have like a, a lesson center and. Uh, and they, they do like piano and violin and, and those kind of things. Uh, but they also offer drum lessons. I th- I think I saw your son's sheet music for drumming. So it's actually, it's notated uh, drumming music, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, okay. So so you're already getting the theory from that point on, right? Yeah. And, and the, uh, but the, the instructor is really good because he's, he takes the, uh, you know, the, the complex parts and he, he makes it really colorful and he makes it really easy for the kids to read. He makes it big. Mm-hmm. And, and so, yeah, it's, it, it's stuff that he's going to need later on, but it's accessible for him at this age. What, um, yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, when did, I'm going to go into you now. When did you start, uh, liking music and getting into music? Do you remember what age you were at? I believe I was in grade three or four. And I asked my parents if we could get a piano. And then one day I came home from elementary school and there was a piano in the house and I was freaking out and they had bought a piano. So you asked for something nice is what you did. (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't think I was going to get a piano. I was like, I want a piano because there was a piano at school. I thought it was so cool. And, and, uh, and so I got a piano and then, you know, my, my parents took me into, put me into piano lessons. Um, I did that for a few years and then, and then I stopped doing piano lessons because I wasn't like, I, I think I got to maybe grade three conservatory or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, but then I sort of stopped the formal lessons. And then, you know, in, in high school is when I sort of got more into, you know, vocal, uh, you know, playing band. I did trombone. Um, yeah. Trombone. Yeah. I did trombone as well. You find something humorous about the term tromboner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but but yeah, you know, high school was really where it all started, right? And, and uh, like where, where I mean, that part of it all started. Like I had sort of the music background from the piano and everything. But then it was like, oh, I want to learn more. And and for guitar, it was completely sort of self-taught. Like I just, I I wanted to learn it. Like I wanted to yeah, be able to use it. 
Yeah, that's that why you just keep on picking up people's guitars and playing it, isn't it? You know, <laughs> if I wasn't traumatized by some <laughs> band yeah. member. Yeah. Uh, who would do that? That just seems mean. I know. Um, but yeah. yeah, like I, I think um, when I was growing up, my dad had always been in church choirs. So, you know, I'd always sing with them or sing around those people. And then uh, I guess, honestly, I wanted to play drums for the longest time. And my parents were like, no, no drums. Those are too loud, mm. which is fair. They are loud. Yeah. <laughs> and then in like grade eight or something, I was like, you know what? Maybe I should learn guitar, which my dad had been trying to get me to play for like years before. <laughs> but I, you know, wanted to beat girls. There you go. That's all you need. So, you know, guitar. Um, oh, you know what? Was that kill it, kill it, killing me softly with his song? That's that was yeah. your go-to. That, that came out when we were in high school, man. That was, that was your jam. <laughs> I did actually learn how to play that song, um, but um, actually, I, I learned clarinet before then. So I think that's where my interest started peaking. Sorry, I'm, just picture, I'm picturing you playing "Killing Me Softly" with his song on the clarinet now. <laughs> actually, I, I think um, <laughs> if you want to picture a song that I actually played on the clarinet. Think of the Top Gun theme song, because that's the song that I was like, yes. But imagine it way squeakier and on a, <laughs> a clarinet. Um, so that's... Oh, man. I did wait, a, wait. I, Ken, Kenny Loggins' Danger Zone? That was the one? I wish. I wish it was Danger Zone. I couldn't... Nope. No. <laughs> but yeah. And then, you know, obviously, um, you know, that, that blossomed in high school, like you said, um, music-wise. And yeah, I'm trying to think of like, how, how do we go forward from like, you, you had already started lessons like, um, for your son. Yeah. How do we, how does this, how do we get, I wish do we, we don't know anyone with like a teenager. <laughs> I could be like, how do you, how do you grow that? Like, I guess you just sort of go with it. Right. Cause it's, it's hard. Like his musical tastes change. Like, I, I don't yeah. know about you, but like when I was younger, I was pretty much like, oh man, I have to listen to rock and rock. Rock is the only, the only thing I like. And then yeah. when I got older, I was like, oh, you know what? Classical music is really good. And, and then, you know, start liking more types of music and you don't have to be that elitist, like ass like you were when you're yeah. a teenager. Um, like, and now I'm at the point where I'm like, you know what? If music makes me happy, I'll listen to it. I don't really care. Well, this is true. And I mean, I think as a parent, I think you just have to foster whatever the current interest is in the music because the music can grow with the with the, the child, right? And mm -hmm. and I mean, right now, you know, my son is totally into like just doing pop songs and stuff. Like he was working on, uh, he just finished the song um, Just Like Fire by Pink. And before that, mm -hmm. he did My House by Flo Rida. And these are songs I know. I know the artists. <laughs> I don't know the songs. And, okay, well, he, the song he's working on right now is the Mission Impossible theme song. See, see that that's awesome. Like, I wonder if there's going to be a point when you can start playing guitar with him, and then him playing drums. Like, that'd be such an awesome like father son thing. My my electric mm -hmm. guitar is set up in the same room as the drum kit. I'm just waiting for that that song. Right, like he he will he will come up with like a pop song that he's interested in, but then I'll be like. I don't really know sort of like, I mean, I, I could probably strum along with chords and stuff, but I, I would like it to be something that we're both really excited about. So what you need to do is learn how to play the Mission Impossible theme song on your guitar. On guitar. Just like a... 
You know what? You know what's a really good version of that? Like, look at the U two version. Oh wait, I guess it's more techno-y because that was during their pop phase. But like, as long as you don't show them the Limp Biscuit version, I think you're fine with the, <laughs> the Mission Impossible version. Um, yeah, yeah, he's not. He's not currently doing the Limp Biscuit version, but he is doing a version off of YouTube that uh, is mm. is quite good. Like, it's got some like you know some driving electric guitar in it and stuff, and it's it's pretty cool. So what, what you need to do is you need to go up to your the drum teacher and be like, "Here's a CD of bare naked ladies songs that I like. Maybe you should send." You know, it'd be really cool that that song that you're talking about um, that you used to listen to him with. Oh, like, the, the, another postcard. Yeah, because. The drummer, like, what's his name? Tyler? Tyler yeah. from Bare Naked Ladies? Yeah. He's quite a good drummer. Yeah. And uh, I don't think the drumming in that is super hard, but I think your son could probably do it either way. Um, that would be a cool song for you to learn. Maybe eventually you can learn it. Do Wait, do you know how to play it already? I probably do. I feel like it wouldn't be too hard to pick up the chords on that one. Mm-hmm. It's um, Usually the drum parts are a little bit more complicated, especially for a five-year-old to... Mm-hmm. You know, it takes a couple of weeks for him to get it, but once he gets it, like he's he's excited about it. And the reason we even had a drum kit in the first place is because my sister in law, when she was in uh when she was in I believe it was middle school, the they actually asked, you know, what instrument do the kids want to learn how to play? And she wanted to learn the drums. So her parents, my in laws, bought her a drum kit. And now she's much older and she has, you know, moved out of the house, or whatever, and, and, and she's She's, you know, I got a career and everything like that. And so that drum kit ended up coming to my house. And then the kids started messing around with it. And suddenly it's like, hey, you know, I think he likes this drum kit. Mm-hmm. So instead of putting him into violin, which a lot of, you know, parents put their kids into violin or put Especially their kids Asian into, kids. you know, well, you, you know what? Like violin was certainly on the on the table as an option, right? Yep. It's and, on and, our table too. And we have a violin in the house. And, and what? All right. <laughs> It's a, it's a cool instrument and everything, but uh, it was just, I thought it was neat that he was interested in, in doing the, the drum kit, which is kind of a, a non-traditional instrument for for young kids to learn how to play. Although kids love banging things, so. They do. But he he did a recital before Christmas, and he was the youngest kid in the recital. And it was, That's awesome. it, it was a moment of pride, right? He was up to, like, there were other kids that were, you know, 10, 12 years old that were rocking out tunes, and, and he's, here's him, five years old, he's got his aviator glasses on. You of know? course he does, because he's awesome. You know, he's got his aviator, he's got this giant like cap, like baseball baseball cap on, and he's just like rocking out to some flow rider, and 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 it was amazing. Please tell me you got him like a gold shirt and like leather jogging pants, <laughs> and and a bunch of groupies, chains at least, at least one chain. <laughs> That's right. He doesn't need groupies. I can be his groupie. Done. Yay. I would totally go to one of his recitals. You have to let me know about it. The next one. I think the next one's in June, so I'll, I'll bug you about that for sure. Sweet. Um, we we seem to have gotten off topic, but I can't remember where we were going with this. Getting musical taste. Ooh, ever thought of bringing your kids to like a musical or something like that? Like live music or like a concert, musical theater, something like that? Well, I know that both my kids are into like uh, movie musicals, like specifically mm-hmm. the Disney ones. You know, Frozen was played over and over again at my house the kids that's going to broadway right and and so like i feel like maybe the animated movie musical is sort of the entry point Mm -hmm. you know for for the kids to uh you know to to getting used to the idea of like musical theater and 
but I don't know, like what what kind of shows are sort of kid focused that are sort of musicals. Yeah, it's hard because you have a holds your your little one three now. The littlest, yeah, uh, yeah. She, well, she turns three in June. Yeah, so the same month that my oldest turns six. So. Yeah, so at least six. You you can't be in if you're going to live theater. You can't have someone there under three. Yeah. So if you go to a Mervis show, it's three, and that per, that child has to sit on your lap. Right. Um, but luckily, you don't have to pay for them. But they have to sit on your lap, <laughs> right, for the whole show. Like I and, took my son like, to his first three D movie. Mm-hmm. A couple of weeks ago, which was pretty cool. Lego Batman. Lego Batman. <laughs> and did he sit through the whole thing? I loved it. Yeah, but yeah, he's, explaining he's to him right? the idea of what 3D is was kind of an interesting experience. So he didn't freak out and things were flying at him? Like He didn't know what 3D was, and when I tried to explain it to him, he was worried. He thought he was going to get hit by things. Mm, that's 4D. <laughs> he was, I know, right? Like, getting sprayed by things or like smells floating around in the theater. I hate that. <laughs> no, the, I hate 4D. <laughs> But but you know how I I did ended up doing it is I had my 3ds mm-hmm. and and I I normally when I let him play it I turn the 3d slider all the way off yeah because they say really young kids shouldn't be using the 3d right yeah because their eyes are still developing yeah but if you're I think it's like if you're over three or four or something it's supposed to be okay I don't know for short periods of time not for yeah long. yeah I don't know the exact number but I was like okay. I told him to look I said look at the 3ds he's like okay what and then I slid up the slider really slowly. And he's mm-hmm. like, whoa, you know, and because then yeah. everything was sort of like moving around in the sort of this quasi, like, I mean, it's, it's 3DS 3D, right? But it was, he was like, is that what the movie's going to look like? I was like, yeah, that's basically what it's going to look like. Things are going to be a little closer to you, a little bit further away. Mm-hmm. And it was neat. So then I, I guess like maybe movies are the, the way to bring this way, or maybe even a concert, like children's concerts are still a thing. I brought mine to Sharon Lois and Bram. Okay. Yeah. And she loved that. Like, and children's concerts are good because kids usually just run up and start dancing, mm-hmm. and the adults are just sitting back and chilling. Were you dancing too? I wanted to, but I didn't want to block anyone's uh, view. I was sitting on the ground dancing. See, I would I'm, really have that problem if I was uh, trying to dance in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, I'm quite tall, so that that would be a problem. It's true. I hate people like you at move and at concerts. Okay, then. Not, not that I go to many concerts anymore. Um, being a parent, yeah, obviously. But like, I think concerts and maybe, um, and maybe movies are the bridging point to different types of music, and you know, getting them out to do things like. See, what's interesting is that our friend Craig was supposed to join us on this episode, and <laughs> and I'd be curious to see how he plans to introduce his child to metal. Because he See, has a, a very eccentric taste in in music, and yes, uh, very. Well, they have that Rockabye Baby music collection, right? And they those are cool. Did, did you know they did a Hamilton one? I did not know that. I have it. It's amazing. Okay, I'm gonna um, have to check that out. My child likes Hamilton regular, so <laughs> so that's funny. She she'll sing along with my shot, like she knows it. Oh, that's like, amazing. That she'll go. That needs to be a YouTube video. Show. Like, like soon. <laughs> it should be. It would be. <laughs> she likes the remix more than she likes the original one too, which is even funnier. Oh, that's so uh, cool. I don't know how that happened. Um, but you know, it's hard too, especially with that. You know, there's a lot of swearing in Hamilton, and you gotta you gotta watch that because then she starts repeating words, and you're like, mm, yeah, maybe not that one. <laughs> 
But the reason that I was thinking about Craig, for example, is that, you know, his musical taste is a little bit different than mine. We're a little bit different than yours. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, I'm sure we have friends that, that are, are maybe into like boy bands or, or that are really into who doesn't like boy uh, bands? country music, you know, <laughs> who doesn't? Who doesn't like old country like Johnny Cash? Not new country. New country sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I, I wonder too, like, like how Swift. how people are introducing, like, you know. And I would assume that if that's the music that you're into, that that's <laughs> the music your kids would be listening to, and and that's the music that you know would would it either be something that they get become into when they get older, or would it be the thing that they rebel against? Oh, that's fair. It's it's, it's neat because um, if you look at animated movies now, like the kids ones that do like. That that aren't like the Disney ones that are original songs, but things like Sing or Trolls. Okay. Um, that music is it's neat because it goes through various genres. Yeah. These kids can listen to them and they'll still like it. Like Trolls does. They have a uh, Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah. They have Sound of Silence in there. They have obviously Justin Timberlake. They have uh, Cindy Lauper yeah. and other songs like that. Like it, it's cool. Like my kid has listened to all these various types of music without even knowing it. Um, so that not that they're going to do a metal version of a, a kid's movie, but you know, it is, it is an entry point to different styles of music as well. Yeah. yeah. And then the kids listen to it. And then I guess they decide for themselves sort of as they get older and, and you know, who they hang out with and, and what kind of music that, cause I mean the, the music that our kids will listen to when they're teenagers you know, can you even imagine what it's going to sound like? What it's going to? No, like I, I, like even now, like if you, I've I've watched. We're talking about the YouTube uh, thing, the Fine Brothers, the the kids react thing, or yeah. teens react when they and they have adults react or parents react, and then parents reacting to popular music now, and they're like, I'm pretty sure I know this, and and some of them are actually really good. Like they they interact with their kids enough that they know the music that they listen to and yeah. they have or, conversations with them. I, I hope I get to that point where I, I think I'm at that point where I'll listen to anything and try and appreciate it. Yeah. Like, and, and not, you have to I'm sort of make the effort to though, right? Cause it's, I think it's easy as you get older to sort of fall into that pit of just saying, Nope, the best music came out between these years and that's all I'm going to listen to. 95 and 2005. There you go. <laughs> you just find like a decade, like a Spotify channel for those decades. And that's all you listen to. Yeah, it's but it's 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 my. Have you ever <laughs> you gone to third eye blind and you're you know. <laughs> back in the oldies? I, like my my like it, it was neat. Like when I was growing up, my parents would uh, let me listen to a lot of different things, but they also introduced me to the music that they had grown up with. Like I'm a really big fan of the Beatles. Like yeah. it's probably my favorite band. But I also and I like Queen, I like Journey, oh, yeah. but I also like bands that we grew up with. Like I like. You know, Mac Good, or I like the Tea Party, Tragically Hip. Well, yeah. tra- Tragically Hip was a little bit before us, but uh, you know, they continued on forward. Um, and then I obviously had two sisters, so I liked the music that they listened to. So I like New Kids on the Block. I like the um, Two Unlimited. Remember Two Unlimited? Oh yeah. No, 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 no. There's no limit. That was my first CD I ever purchased. Was Two Unlimited the ones that did the uh, that whole basketball song? That da 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 You know that basketball song? You all ready for this? Yeah, that one. Was Two Unlimited? I think that was Two Unlimited. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to check. I have the CD still. It was my first CD, and then. And yet, my see, second my, CD was Guns N' Roses. So, see, my first know. CD was uh, Criss Cross, totally crossed out. 
Oh, you know, they did miss the bus from time to time. But they made me jump, so. Yeah. <laughs> See, the kids who are listening to this are like, we don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no idea. But but that's the thing, though. Like you were saying before, like, I wonder what it would, like, if we could talk to somebody who's got a teenager or whatever. But we can sort of use ourselves to think about, like, what kind of music did our parents, like, you were just saying what your parents introduced you to. Were you, yeah. Were your parents um, uh, very into, like, were, did they talk to you about your music when you were listening to it? You know, uh, not, like when you not not so much. Like I felt like I, I did listen to a lot of their stuff when I was growing up. My dad was really into uh, the Eagles. Yes, um, you know he he really liked um, you know some some of those sort of eighties bands like uh, uh, you know Honeymoon Suite uh, was a band that he was really into. <laughs> he did a bunch no. of you know no. like all of this like 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 sort of you know trashy eighties bands, right? That mm-hmm. uh, Queen. Like my dad was a huge Queen fan. Um, as everyone should be yeah and and so it's funny because i actually just recently uh, my dad gave me uh like a bag full of like uh guitar tabs from when he was a teenager nice and and like i mean he he said he used to play like around the campfire and it was it was stuff like that like it was Mm -hmm. you know there were some queen songs in there there was uh you know the song come sail away yeah by sticks yeah so I mean that was one of the tabs that was that was in the book that he gave me. Like, I could totally see your dad doing that too. It's just yeah. even funnier in my head. Um, but I can't I, think, I can't like, listen to "Come Sail Away" without hearing Cartman now. Cartman, from yeah. South Park, sorry. <laughs> I think like um when we were our age and like when we were our age, Lord, I can't even think right now. When we were teenagers, like I think the popularity of Walkman and CD players were pretty high like they were high in the 80s but not as high or like not when our when our parents were like teenagers they weren't a thing (laughs) so when we were teenagers i think we ended up not being able to converse as much with our parents because we would have our earphones in right when we're driving somewhere and when our parents were kids they when they were listening to their music everyone around them had to hear it too yeah which is sort of sad and unfortunate now that I think about it. Like if me and my sisters were on a road trip with my parents and we'd all have CD players. Yeah. That, that sort of seems silly, unfortunate now. Yeah, everyone can just sort of listen to their own thing and it's not really a communal experience anymore. And now we have uh, minivans with uh, DVD players or VCRs. Oh, yeah. Um, and, um, VCRs, no, no. DVD players or Blu-rays, not VCR. Oh, yeah. And when I, when so. I do long trips with, with my kids, I actually have a an iPad case that's mm-hmm. uh, it's got a strap on it so you can attach it to the back of your car seat. Mm-hmm. And like the, it usually goes in the back of the passenger seat, and then I it can just have a bunch of videos on that. And yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I, as a parent, you, you need that from time to time. Like I don't let them watch it a lot, but yeah. sometimes it's like, uh, the, you know, you, you need to watch something so that uh, – so that we can maybe not listen to this same, uh, you know, little, little kid CD uh, over but, and over again. But they're learning with that same CD as we talked earlier. <laughs> but you know, we don't want you to lose your sanity. There is a particular, there's a particular sort of Fisher Price uh, Little People album that I have in my car right now that uh, I'm going to need you to listen to about a thousand times and then tell me uh, what you think. <laughs> we have a couple like really annoying like nursery rhyme CDs and we don't ever put them on. Never ever ever. She if she asks for it, we're like, oh, we don't know oh, where it is. Can't it's find going. it. <laughs> yeah, here, let's listen to Hamilton again. <laughs> Whereas at some point on a long car trip, like your wife just sort of roll down the window and whip the CD out of the car while you're driving. <laughs> it's actually stuck in a book right now, oh, so you, you know it's it's fine. 
<laughs> oh man, where do we go from here? Like we talked about kids and us growing up. Like, like what yeah. I think is good about this particular um, uh, sort of series of podcasts that you're looking at uh, doing is that maybe we can talk about a different sort of area each time we do a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, for sure. Like been about music, and maybe we can talk about you know. I definitely want to talk about like books in the next our next go like not comic books like actual just books and novels that we want our kids to maybe grow up and read i know oh, yeah. as uh, like i know as my, um when i was growing up there were books i needed to read and then there were books that were popular at the time like jurassic park michael Crichton books were very popular when yeah. they were kids but there are books like i ended up reading like 1984 that i read by accident um in high school or dune by accident only because i had been like i remember seeing that movie somewhere blah 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 back in the 80s and i was like maybe i should read the book or lord of the rings lord of the rings came out because i saw it um it i saw the books at a remember those scholastic book sales they used to have in elementary school oh, the book fair yeah. yeah book fairs so i saw um the cimmerillion there and i was like hey what's this and then uh the person who was selling the books was like there's a whole bunch of these books and i'm like i'm gonna get this one it has a cool cover and then she's like it's a similar, really, it's going to be weird. Why don't you try The Hobbit, too? I'm like, okay. <laughs> and it just, you know, led forward to that. That's but good. I think... You're, you're going to want somebody uh, selling the book that can quickly steer you away from starting at The Cimmerillion. I know. <laughs> Imagine if I just read The Cimmerillion. I'd be like, J.R.R. Tolkien, no. No, no. <laughs> it's so confusing. Um, like like yeah. that, that. That's like believing that the entire Harry Potter universe is Fantastic Beasts and where you can find them. Did you watch that movie? I did. It was not good. There were parts of it that I found uh, entertaining. I agree. I think the Muggle guy was the best part of that movie. Oh, he was he was amazing. Yeah. Um, but I I felt that um, it didn't have the same charm as the Harry no. Potter films. It 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 didn't help that the two lead people were at ends the whole time, like the girl and and Scamander. Yeah. They were sort of at each other the whole time, and I didn't really like that. Yeah, and then all of a sudden there was that love story at the end where they sort of liked each other. And but even, like, even then, it was kind of awkward, and you were like, "Yeah, uh, are you okay. kiss or no, or what are we?" Doing? It was it was weird. I don't know. We could even talk about these type of books, like kids' books, like that we want to introduce to them. And I know there's always young adult books coming out every year. Um, obviously, you as a teacher would know this, but I, my sister is a um, she teaches grade six. So she has to look at the YA books all the yeah. time. Um, I tend to deal with, uh, I tend to work with a lot younger students. So I, yeah. I, I deal with a lot of, uh, you know, the, the early reading kind of books, like stuff for mm -hmm. younger children. So yeah, my sister has a lot of bad books, but she has a lot of good books too. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk like, I like, I like the Raising Geeklings um, thing. I think we're going to do it the first week of every month. Okay. Just so that we can always, um, Brings, bring parenting into the podcast that, that tends to be uh and, you know. and I, I love the starcraft feel that that title has mm -hmm. like you're, you're gonna do a geekling rush you know on yeah. on uh on a protoss base or something it's gonna be good maybe when our kids even get older we can be like we can bring them into this if this podcast is still going at that point and be like what kind of things would you like to listen to if I, our kids I, want to. I think we should just bring them into it like right away. Like right now. <laughs> They'll be like, I want to play with this mic. I'm going <laughs> to. I'm going to punch this microphone for a while. Okay. <laughs> when my kid sits on my desk, she plays with the levels. So I always have to make sure <laughs> all, my, 
Oh my! All my stuff is set. Oh man, is it? Yeah, it is set <laughs> for when I record podcasts. Wait a minute, we've been muted this whole time. Oh my! <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, but yeah, um, you know what? Let's throw it out to our listener. <laughs> listeners <laughs> our listener all right all right uh, all right kyle uh, uh what do you do with your kid no yeah. like, is, is, is there anything that um you think that you would do with your kid you think you would do is there anything you did with your kid to try them try to integrate music into their lives when they were growing up we can even uh, talk about this later like later on like we'll go back to music and maybe see how we've you know tried integrating different things into their lives like music lessons or even performing art schools if we get to that point oh yeah no that's that's de- that's definitely on the horizon because my wife went to a performing arts school so i i didn't even know those things existed until after high school which is unfortunate for me because i would have loved to do that is the hardest profession in the world hard work hardest the hardest profession, profession in the world <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you a story about fame afterwards okay. someone actually asked me um if if they'd if I'd ever do that show, and I was like, no, <laughs> they were thinking about doing it anyway. If you have any ideas about music or uh, you know introducing music into your child's kids, email us at podcast at geekswithkids dot com, or you can follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. You can go to our Facebook page at facebook dot com slash geekswithkidspodcast, or you know what, you could just. Go to our website, www.geekswithkids.ca, for everything that we talk about. What, what about our GeoCities account? Did you uh, provide our that? GeoCities slash and – what were the other um, things when we were growing up? There's GeoCities. Remember and, it was like GeoCities slash like Times Square slash like – like yep. they used to have it as like a whole thing. Because you had your little community and then you had your website. And then yeah. you had like some four-digit code. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then you could also go to our live journal at <laughs> our live journal and our MySpace. Oh no, <laughs> just yeah. maybe we'll do that. We'll do, we'll talk about how we integrate the internet into our kids' lives. Although it seems to be integrated already, it, it, it just it, it already is. Like at some point, you're gonna put your iPad down and forget about it, and then you're gonna come back, and your daughter's gonna have hacked like some like custom firmware onto it and you're not going to have any idea how she did it. Cyanogen? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why is this so long? This is, is an iPad. How did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> anyways, thank you, Mike, for coming back on. Hey, always a pleasure. And we'll try and get you on again soon. Yeah. yeah. So for Geeks with Kids, I'm Eric. Hey, I'm Mike. Uh, have a good day, night, evening. Anyway. Life. Bye. (laughs) Life. Bye. Bye.